0: Hi, and welcome to Figure of Speech, a program from WRBH where every week you can meet local poets and writers from the New Orleans community and listen to them share their work. Take a listen. Hi, welcome to WRBH. My name is Dennis Formento, a poet. uh, And I would like to first of all thank David uh, Benedetto for allowing me to come on WRBH to read some poetry from my book, my new book, Spirit Vessels. It is out and available on Foothills Publishing out of Canona, uh, New York. And I have not been on WRBH for a long time, since the days of the late, great uh, Tim Green. And I believe Valentine Pierce was in there somewhere doing this program as host. Uh, this is my first time sitting in the booth all by myself here. so This is going to be interesting and kind of fun. So anyway, new book, and it's a book that I uh, anticipated, was waiting for for a long time. The uh, publishers are Michael and Carolyn Sarnecki. They are, uh, Michael is a poet, and um, basically Carolyn is the printer. And they put together and uh, home print and bind these books, uh, beautiful work, uh, hand-bound and uh, collated Collided and Handbound. And um, this is my second book with them. My other was um, Looking for an Outplace, which came out in 2010. This one just came out in January of this year. Spirit Vessels is um, the title, and the basic idea came from a friend, Jane Hill, who put together a sort of community art project to bless the waters after the BP oil disaster of 2010. She asked me to write a poem, and uh, so I used the title which she gave of Spirit Vessels, and uh, this poem came out of it. So it's dedicated to Jane. Spirit Vessels for Jane Hill. Life is an interrupted sentence, a community of the dead with a term of life, no parole. Call it a shell game, a bitter pollutant, black and redfish of another kind shot full of metaphors bleeding black and gold. A dream of lost pelicans on the Via del Vento, in a pocket in the earth. When birds die, where do they go? The dead keep in a freeze so deep, while a living leave for the Florida coast, the eastern side, one wing on the wind, away from their soiled home. Oil marks on the rescue boat like stains in the toilet bowl. Brown-eyed, brown, black-oiled pelican moves not a muscle with untroubled eyes. A laughing gull with a broken wing. Three gull chicks, heavily oiled from Queen Bess Island, groom each other in their kennel. Picked up in shock, starving and thirsting, they come back to their instincts ingesting poison from each other's breasts. Many birds with one broken wing, torn in the same location, rip themselves free from the oiled rock to rid themselves of poison. Rise up, rise up, oil and fire, these are the eleven. Jason Anderson, Dale Burkeen lost on the horizon, Donald Clark, Stephen Curtis, lost on the horizon, Carl Dale Kleppinger, Gordon Jones, Blair Emanuel, Roy Wyatt Kemp, lost on the horizon. Shane Roshto, Adam Weiss, Dewey Rivette, lost. Spirit vessels, we walk on water, fire and oil. We walk on the Via del Vento. To rid yourself of poison, grow. Get your hands in dirt and know that we can build up something new in the soiled wreckage of the old. Mockingbird just got my first blackberry of summer. So th- my poems, I think, probably in this book more than in in others, uh, in other books and other uncollected poems, show the influence of two major writers in my life, uh, Charles Olson and Gary Snyder. Snyder is the better known and still living. He's a great uh, West Coast Sierra Nevada poet of the mountains and valleys and rivers without end. He, his teachings, his writing basically is about this, defend where you are, uh, you live in a bioregion. You live in a place which is um, created by water, which is created by uh, the flow of sediments down the river. We know that more than many others. We live in a delta. We live in the tip of the delta of the Mississippi River. And uh, uh, a lot of our commerce and our lore, our culture, is based on the river and on its many tributaries and distributaries and the coastline. Um, and, of course, it's really easy to ignore all that forget about it when there's nothing going on that's untoward. But we've had plenty untoward uh, happen in uh, Louisiana and New Orleans area and the Gulf Coast, uh, having to do with water and the river, and uh, it's been brought more and more to my consciousness and into the forefront of my poetry than previously. Um, in addition... Um, I should say something about about Olson Charles Olson not nearly so well known anymore um he was a sort of uh link between the early 20th century um push forward in American poetry uh as represented by um Ezra Pound by William Carlos Williams and, and others who wanted to create an American language a, a language of of things and uh of history as well as myth. Williams did that with his great poem, Patterson pound with the cantos Olson with a book called the Maximus poems Uh, in this, he sort of mythologized and historicized his location, Gloucester, Massachusetts uh, Cape Ann and the environs there, which was uh, rich in uh, its own history and mythology, uh, largely having to do with shipping and uh, exploration and he also delved deep into myth, uh, world myth, and um, created an almost endless 800-page book out of it. Really great read, uh, if you have the patience for 800-page books. Um, anyway, uh, they all advocate, uh, Williams, Olson, Snyder, all advocate defense of the land, defense of the historical location. Preservation from overdevelopment and um, preservation of those the forebears, the people that went before, uh, including Native Americans, um, of course, because they were here first. Moose atop water. This poem is about the junk that accumulated on top of the water after the uh, the spill. BP spill. Moose atop the water changes color with the sun. Oil-burned greenery dies back after the burn, headaches and unrest. Distress, recovery workers deployed without respirators, the moon's going solo tonight in the eye of the deer. Berms are not barrier islands, a necklace of pearls to hold back the wave action, and the moose atop the water, fire in the water, underwater, a vermilion bay, bacteria, disperse and spilled daily in the Mississippi. At first thought, if aerobic... Organisms year organisms year round act first, eating oil that leaks naturally during natural disasters such as Katrina, where microbial activity is less. Dosing could be used. Later found dispersants killed them. Peptobismal enzymes support this bird's struggling body. The pelican rips her breast, spilling blood on her chicks. The pious chick and her breast, tears tears falling. On the black umbrella, hemorrhaging this black, bloody mess from the interior world. The third coast, now famous for disasters, I want a crier on the saxophone. Bass, bari, then tenor, moving into alto. A crash course on cymbals with a hammer. Tears in the mouth, bones in the sky, keep putting words into worlds. And I know I'll find the right ones. The words flooding over into more words. Fire on fire moves atop water changes color with the sun. Water, for Hilary Chacay. Water, seed the clouds with a message so that they drop balloons bearing the message. Water, water hails from Wisconsin. Water sleet's water rains water snows roll Wisconsin. Water works its way into our pores when it rains, when we shower it rains, when we sweat we sweat it out like water. Water drowns in the bathtub, it drinks in the fishes, it gargles and spits to keep its mouth clean, it micturates and urinates, suffocates under a blanket of snow. Water drops not a drop in the desert, O Libya, O Egypt, Bahrain and Oman, but it bursts, damn bursts, damn well bursts, damn busted, you black ops, wardens of Cairo wells of passion towers of water took my house away 314 b lakeview drive 1708 tennessee street and sank through my roof 1541 bayou road the Merrimack bursts its levees in the spring the po carries mountains of oil silt to the sea 2.5 million gallons of petrol on Berlusconi's filthy hands oil trout blackened bird life driven from their homes by exploration. Towers of water took Japan away. Water, occlusion of hydrogen, oxygen, and sunshine, that returns again and again to the sea. Burial at sea. Black Nile, White Nile, Blue Nile, the River Niger, Limpopo, the Greasy Grass, Bonfuka, Liberty, St. John, Chifuncta, Monongahela, Arawadi, Usk, a river, delta known on Mars, disappears into the sea. Allons, regardez. Bubbles of rain, sheets of humidity, drew dew thick on the back window of my car. The thirsty winter greens drink it up like water. The ants that pile up their homes in my herb garden make it on dew. Stagnant and fetid in a canal, dripping sewage from a culvert beneath West Meathery Road, Nutria popped their heads up, To be shot off by SWAT cops with rifles. I am an invasive species. You've got my number. A swollen rat turns belly up and floats on the surface of my cistern. Pollen sprinkled white on the surface of the bucket from which the dog drinks. Take two gallons daily to the lettuce. Deny mosquitoes breeding. Squeeze me, twist me, tease me, wring me like a towel. Drop me to the ground like a pile of dirty clothes minus my water one hundred and fourteen fingers joined together in the Po, two and a half million forgotten gallons of oil released into the river, ninety-eight tributaries to the mighty Mississippi, and the Amazon dwarfs them all. Its mouth, as broad as Alabama, is tall. Its rainforest breathes out four-tenths of our oxygen, rubber, teak, and hardwood of all nations. Cough up half a lung, Americans. She is paying for your vices." Dead zones in the Gulf. Sea bottom, shrouded in oil. The Okolok, spirit water. Dead zone in the Pacific, near the Oregon coast. A plastic island, midway to Hawaii from San Francisco, ferryman Joe. Alon, let's go. Sargasso Sea of polymers, ever-living, never-dying plastic. Now I get into my car and drive home through the Bayou Sauvage refuge, across, across Okwata. Five pelicans keep pace with me in a steady line. Stuck in a contradiction, I cannot drive away from it. I am orlocked, breathing in my own conscious fumes. St. Croix, Illinois, Rock River, Red, Kaskaskia, Minnesota, Ohio, White River, and Arkansas. One hundred-year floods, four one hundred-year floods in the twentieth century. Wabash, Biobio the Mississippi. Father water, ten major tributaries, 88 streams flow into him. Water, the crystal cell, the drop that cools. That poem was for uh, Hillary Shockey, a friend who at the time of the writing was um, a director of uh, events at uh, Longview Garden and invited me to come in and do a reading there. Here's one in the garden poem. Compost. I'm inside the computer all day. My head is stuffed with images, words, languages, sounds like music, looks like smoke. I have to go out, go outside for a while where there are animals, plants, and clouds. This green lizard crouching in a stalk doing a perfect imitation of the okra. The little frog parked beneath a canopy of zucchini leaves, moving not a muscle nor smiling for my camera. Kukutsa is a smelly vine, and the compost stinks. That means it's working. It's breaking down coffee grounds, eggshells, rancid bits of cheese, sour cream and greens into enzymes, releasing them into earth. Sweet smell of methane, grass and black dirt, that toilet smell. It's about all some folks know about the soil and the ground. I'm going to move on to another section of the book. That first portion is is called um, Water. Um, The second... Pavese in exile uh, traces some exploration into um, Italian literature uh, following up on my uh, my late father's uh, birthplace. He was from a little town called Caru in the province, the province, Gugno region, Piedmont, yeah. And um, there were a lot of things that I wanted to reclaim, particularly since in some strange way I felt that that was a part of my father's life that I did not know and understand. It was only a few years in Italy, but I think there was a mystery about the place to me that I always wanted to explore. never got to until rather recently. Amalcord, after Federico Fellini and Cesare Pavese. Between the boy and the man, it took me a while to understand that they really were the same body, separated by a flight of stairs and 20 years competing for the smile of the same strange woman. And the boy won, but he was too young. The woman let fly her customary smile which the boy thought was just for him. The man disappeared down the steps with his cold blood and the woman returned to that self-contained fiction of an inscrutable face placed high on a wall or in a window in the sea, removed from me. As from an actual dream. Fellini, the filmmaker, worked a lot from dreams. Uh, Cesare Pavese did not. He was a realist. Uh, as opposed to Fellini, whose fantasies were, you know, magnificent. Uh, Pavese came from Piedmont also, from um, San Stefano Belbo, which was actually nowhere near where my dad was, from, well, maybe about 35 kilometers. Here's another one to f- for Pavese. He was in exile and wrote uh, about that experience during the fascist period. He was in exile in the South. He watches peasants eating warm rabbit snakes through steaks, through the window of the tavern and dares to go in. The day comes down the stairs with its innocent fingers and toes into a room as big as the sky. No animal self-slaughters in it unless it's a fox that gnaws off its own leg to escape from a trap. Pavese's true heroes and heroines like Jella are aware of their strength and do not die from it, except where death is a glass of foggy wine and a pair of snuffed-out eyes. Jella laughs gazing through train windows at avenues that once were in the fields and she went home to. That once were the fields she went home to. There we go, that's better. As an exile, she he's always in prison, even when he goes out for a drink. He's in no man's land, as if lost in the forest. Jealous hair is sunburned and disheveled, and her skin is so scorched by the sun that the pale men of Turin don't want her anymore. In one of... His poems, Jella is a woman who is uh, from the country. And uh, the town where she lives is slowly being urbanized. And uh, her uh, work as a farmhand is, is no longer necessary. So she goes in and gets a job in town. And, uh, well, you know, you start to lose your tan, you know. and But if you remain tan, you're not appealing to the men who prefer women with very light-colored skin, you know. So she feels an exile in her own in her own territory. Pavese was exiled by the fascists, and uh, what they did was instead of sending you to some god awful place, they just send you to the south where you couldn't speak the dialect and it was too hot and there were mosquitoes everywhere. You know. So, um, I have just a few minutes left, so I'm going to skip way ahead and um, read a long poem from the book that uh, takes in a lot of history and myth, but redirects that history to um to europe and uh as uh Mary Barako that's it to Europe to the past well well, sometimes we do have to le- reach that far if one's history is there. this is called located by ghosts and it is uh uh, from a trip that my wife and I took to England and to Ireland um, in 2012, I believe it was. Located by ghosts. Summer solstice night, the light has hit the stone that stands against the heelstone of the ancient machine. Eyes and ears, boys and girls, eyes and ears. Ghosts unborn when the ice receded and the land bridge disappeared. The remains of sea creatures still visible in limestone. And there we were, tracked down by the ghosts of Tara, the ghosts of Hearts and Sullivans from unknown towns, my wife's family names, through Mesolithic genes of Wicklow, surrounded by ghosts in the passage tomb at Newgrange, whose corbelled arch predates the pyramids, where the dust of my wife's forebears mix with fresh feces of lambs. And the ghost of St. Patrick lives in a well behind him his cathedral in Dublin, where Swift also lies, and the ghost of Charles Purnell is cast in stone in Dublin, ghosts of 7 Eccles Street, where lived a man who never lived, and of 6 Eli Place, where this lady had a flat full of rare birds, and at 6 p.m. daily, Willie Yates, not yet, Nobel laureate of Ireland, opened the windows of the flat to let in the neighborhood cats. The ghost of Pangerban, the cat, hunting mice is his delight, Hunting words, I sit all night, and the ghost of this unknown monk who wrote those words at Kells, and the ghost of Ronnie Drew who was playing reels with the ghost of Luke Kelly at O'Donohue's, where, in the glare of the headlights, I saw the animal in her eyes, and we were attacked by the tira- by the ghost of Patrick Cavanagh. We were tracked by the ghost of Patrick Cavanagh. Laureate ghost of Pembroke Road. Followed he was by ghosts of other people's children, set in stone he was across the Grand Canal from a Messville Road hotel, the ghost of Sandy Mount and Joyce's Martello Tower and the ghost of Brian Boru and his harp of gold, and we were tracked by the ghosts of Rome who couldn't conquer the Gaelic ghosts, the ghost of Boudicca, ghost of the goddess Sulis Minerva whose water through fissures and clay finds fault at three points in bath and pours a million liters a day. Ghost of King Bladud, cured of leprosy by his pigs by wallowing in their mud, and ghosts in the boat by in the boat by Bagot's Lock. The ghost of vagabond Ireland, sailing her inland waters, still stalking the roads of famine, buried as they fell in roadland, roadside graves, unmarked. Remember them then. Be kind to us now, for some of us are having a hard time. And the gull with the fixed eye, beady, silently watching ghosts in the brazen head pub founded eleven ninety eight where we were surrounded by scottish footballers men in skirts to my wife's delight and a wry smile in the Waterloo snug where the ladies used to drink so none would see their shame the wry smile in a half glass of guinness the portrait of the artist as a weary lady can't cope without coffee try going without water And dublin full of starbucks Haunted in Temple Bar by the human billboard, immigrant son who doesn't have to wear a cheese on his head or dress like a cow but still has to stand in the rain to make a penny, you yupsters of the shopping district of Dublin. And we were followed by ghosts, come to tread time's waves in Holyhead in Wales' visitation. Then to England where Breedy the Shea, candelabra on her head, awed the Roman legions, allowing the Holy Family to pass unharmed into pagan Britain. And we were followed by ghosts into London, where the tower screams of the ghosts of dissenters and women who married for power but lost the game of love. Ghosts of Tyburn, its tea burned into Ben Jonson's fingers, who escaped capital death because he wrote Latin. Paper ghost of his Isle of Dogs, destroyed by censors, the ghost of the island itself, no longer sheared from London by water, the bend in the river where Stepney Marsh lay, and Johnson lay in Marshalsea prison among crowding ghosts of many miserable years, like Dickens said. And we walked the walls of York in glorious summer, and Stonehenge underneath gray skies, near Shakespeare's tomb where his wife and daughters lay beside him, and their husbands lay beside him too, and the ghosts of Iraq and Afghanistan, colonized ghosts of Africa, Asia, America and laborers buried beneath London's streets, Whitehall Street, where Brian Haw camped near Parliament since 2106 www.brianhaw.tv saying Obama close Guantanamo and Blair end bledenwar war in Westminster and around the world and Haw now himself a ghost june eighteenth two thousand eleven day thirty six sixty seven of his campaign of cancer a ghost ghost with a face like ice when ice receded, and the land bridge disappeared between England and Europe, and the land bridge from England to Ireland sank beneath the waves thank you thank you for for listening and thank you. to WRBH and David Benedetto for letting me come on. You can find me on Facebook. And uh, while I have no events coming up, uh, soon in September we do have the Worldwide 100,000 Poets for Change event. I'm the organizer for St. Tammany Parish. Um, Jessica Michelle Bordelon is the organizer for New Orleans. And if you are interested in poetry, For peace, justice, and sustainability, please look us up on Facebook. Thank you. You've been listening to Figure of Speech, a community poetry and writing program from WRBH. You can tune in on Saturdays at 1 p.m. and every Monday at 9 p.m. for more great New Orleans writing. Thanks for listening.